Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on, looking like the Capitol, giving them all. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Turn them out. 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 Turn them
Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Man, oh, man, oh, man. You know what, y'all? I mean, really, the goodness of God is overwhelming if you think about it. I mean, really, really think about it. Even when your circumstance doesn't look so bright, even when you're going through something that's causing you discomfort, pain, even in that, God's goodness is actually overwhelming. Because don't forget why you're going through this moment. First of all, this too shall pass. But also, secondly, remember, man, ain't everything else that you've gone through that seemed so insurmountable at the time, didn't you get past that too? I mean, it's amazing if you really think about it. You don't get stuck on any one issue your whole life. The only people that get stuck on an issue they whole life is people who won't let it go. That's really all it is. There are people who exist, and you may be one of them. Oh, please know I've been guilty of it myself before. But I learned something. There are things in my past that I just would not let go of. It, it was done. It was over with. I was past it. But I, I would not let go of it. It was over. It, the, the dude that did it to me didn't exist no more. The problem that it created didn't exist no more. The only problem that kept hanging on was I would not let it go. And man, you can't go forward if you're going to keep looking in the past. It's an impossible thing. It's like driving a car. If you keep looking only in the rearview mirror while you're driving, you're going to crash pretty soon. And a lot of people just keep crashing over and over and over and over because you won't drive your car. You keep looking in the rearview mirror at the past. Oh, woe is me. Oh, you know, they did me like that. You know, I ain't been the same since he cheated on me. Oh, man, ever since she stole my money, I ain't been the same. Man, she played me. And ever since that, I done treated women differently. You may have some deeper stuff going on like but eventually, guess what? Do you understand that when you have a relationship God, with God, you can take that to him too and drop it off and leave it there? Do you know that he can fix and heal that? Maybe it's something serious like that that you need fixing or healing from. A relationship with God can fix and heal that. But man, come on, y'all. Whatever it is, and I'm not trying to downplay it or make it act like it wasn't traumatic in your life because, oh, God, you don't want to, you know, you don't want nobody to do that to you because you want to be the, the, you know, the um, poster child for misery. So please don't let me take that from you. If that's your position, that's your Hall of Fame card you hanging on to. I'm the poster child for misery. Oh, no one is more woe than me. Then uh, please don't let Steve try to take that from you. You go ahead and hang on to that. But let me tell you something, though. If that's what you're going to hang on to, that's what you're going to always be, the poster child for misery. At one point in time, you're going to have to get on and move past it. You Sometimes, man, it's merely a simple thing of taking it to God and leaving it there. You know, some people don't have money for therapy. Some people don't even know who to call for therapy. 
God is the best psychologist in the world. He can fix it for you. There is nothing too hard for God. You know, when something seems impossible, y'all, God does the impossible all the time, every day. You want to know how I know? I just look at a couple basic things. Do you know that that sun comes up every day in the morning? It comes up in the east and it sets in the west. You can't do nothing about that. Oh, you can you can wish because you planted your flowers on a certain side of your house. You can wish all you want. Then maybe one day he would bring it up out the northwest so those flowers would. No, no, it's going to come up out the east. And once the sun hits the horizon, when you look in the water, like if you ever out in L.A. and you see the sun going down, once the sun, once you can visually see the sun touching the horizon, you have three minutes. You have exactly three minutes. You can sit there with your watch. You can time. You have three minutes and it's gone. Three minutes is gone. I read that somewhere and then I went and tried it. It's gone every day. If if it's clear enough, not cloudy, once the sun touches the horizon on water, you got three minutes. When the wind blows, you can't do nothing about it. He can bring it from the northeast. He can bring it from the west. He can bring it from the south. He can bring it hard. He can bring it cool. He can bring it hot. It's certain things that God do. God does the impossible all the time. How those stars sitting up there? How how can you find these constellations? The Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, Orion the Hunter. Oh, that's God. That's God. Ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't reach them stars. You can't shoot at them. You can't move them out the way. Orion the Hunter's belt is going to beat them three stars at an angle. You, you, can, you can call it what you want to call it. It's still, that's what it is. See, he does the impossible all the time. He created heaven and earth. You're saying that God can't get you through your past. Somebody did this to me. It's the worst thing. I had the worst childhood of anybody. God can't get you past that. He can move heaven, mountains, earth. He can form the Grand Canyon. He can make the water come over Niagara Falls 24-7. He can't fix your little bitty past, yours. It's amazing how people make their problems bigger than God. Somebody told me one time, stop telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big God is and go on with your life. Quit driving your car looking in the rearview mirror. Ain't nothing back there but your past. And if it was hurtful or painful or something you just felt like you can't get over, take your problems to God and leave them there. You hear the old spiritual, all you've heard it. Take your burdens to the Lord, leave them there. You hear it all the time. But you think that applies to everyone but you? Come on, man. There are a lot of people out there going through much worse than you have and have overcome it all. Why won't you take the step to overcome your past so you can get on with driving your car and see where God trying to take you? But it's a trick of the enemy. The enemy tricks you from seeing your future by having you constantly looking in your past. Man, it's a trick of the devil. If the devil just let you quit, if he would just let you get to driving your car and look out into your future, your future shows hopefulness you you have hope when you see the future but he can keep you in misery if he keep you looking at your miserable past god looking for you man god would love to hear from you let's spend some time talking to god today hey god what's happening it's me i know i ain't talked to you in a while but and i feel bad about that but i need you he know that 
Everybody should say that prayer all the time. It's cool. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, everyone within ear range, all of you today, all of you who were here yesterday, those who are new to the ride, welcome. Honorary members, steady members, loyal members, dedicated members, new members, family and friends. That ought to cover everybody. Oh, and also haters. Mm. We have a few haters that listen to the show just to find something to say about, and I am here to oblige you. So keep listening. There will be moments in the show designed specifically for you. (laughs) We're awfully glad to be here this morning. Join in with us as we enjoy ourselves today. It's going to be a good one. I anticipate a lot of levity today. Mm. If there is no levity, three of us have gone home. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, let it begin. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Farrell, the mouth of the South, Mississippi, Monica Jr., whose government name is Kill Sprates. And the legend that he is, nephew Tommy Junior. What's going on with you today, man? Man, uh, man, taxes, man. Whoo! Mm, hate this to the check. right person. Yeah, you're man. Ta- right Paid by check. Let me tell you something, man. I I called my pastor yesterday for encouragement. Let me tell you something. Good man of God. I believe in him. Good man of God. I called him. Said, man, I need some encouragement. I said, can you help me? Cause I gotta write this check today, man. And I just don't feel good about it. I said, man, do anything in the Bible. He said, well, when Jonah was in the well's mouth, what that got to do with money? I have no damn idea why you talking to me about Jonah in the well's mouth. He's sitting up here talking about, I said, man, I said, I'm paying taxes. He talking about, well, when Daniel was in the lion's den, hey, hey, man, hey, man, the check I'm writing don't require Daniel or the damn lion. I need some levity in here for me to feel better about myself. Is there any scripture? He said, when the Lord told them to turn water into wine, I don't care nothing about that. I'm writing a check that's going to cost me too much money. I don't need to hear that. Is there any Thing. He said, go in there and get the coin out the fish mouth. It was one coin. I ain't paying one coin. They want way more. 
See, this ain't working for me, Ralph. This ain't working for me. Is there any lump sums in the Bible? Is there anybody had to pay this much money in the Bible? Why is you talking about stuff that can't help me, Unc? I can't see this, man. I can't see this, Unc. Go ahead. I think he did help you, Junior. What? Jo- Jonah in the whale of the... Jo- yeah. Jonah in the belly of the whale. Yeah. The lion's den. Yeah. All that's helpful information. You want to know why? Why is yeah. that? Because don't pay them taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you going to know what all them stories is about. You're going to have a lot of time to read. You're going to be in the furnace. The lion's <laughs> den. You're going to be in the belly of the whale. Don't pay them taxes. Man. I appreciate you, Pastor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say, don't pay them and find out. You're going to be all them. places. All them places. You're going to be... You're going to be David down there with Goliath with no watch or screenshot. Yeah. Keep yeah. on. Keep on. No pain. Yeah. Man. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? We're going to nice. do a little adoption. Well, why are Adoption you agency. Let's go. Kendo. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Clarence. Uh, yeah, this is he. Clarence, how you doing, man? This is Robert. Robert. Uh, we were trying to get a schedule with you guys. Maybe we can swing through and uh, pick up little Clarence, I guess, around six, if you guys are available around six. Uh, okay. What do you mean, picking up little Clarence? Well, we got the call that we can come and actually pick up Clarence and, and, and take him with us. Have you guys packed his things up yet? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Got the call from who that you can come pick him up? I don't know nothing about this. Well, my name is Robert, Robert And my wife and I got the call that we could... Do you not know about us uh, um, uh, adopting little Clarence? Oh, what the... Adopting who? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Are, are you guys at... Are you guys at... Drive? Uh, yeah, that's that's my address, but... uh, and, and, What you talking about? You gonna come take my son from me? Okay, but you, you, your son is two years old, right? Yeah, he's two. What they got okay, to do... I, would you come to pick up my son? And what is this agency's number? Uh, well, the, the agency told us that what well, adoption agency? They've got all our information. We've we've filled out all the paperwork, and you you guys aren't aware that that we're supposed to come there today to pick him up? Hell no! What what adoption agency said this was? How to get my information? I'm not sure. We we've got uh, pictures of Clarence, and oh. and oh, yeah. uh, you know my wife is actually going out and bought balloons and everything, and 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 we were gonna come through they told us anytime today so we felt maybe like around 6 p.m we'd come get it well now you ain't coming here to pick up no clearance i'll tell you that right now okay, okay wait wait a minute now uh, this 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 i mean this can't be happening uh, I, I, okay wait a minute uh, oh what's happening you're you're you're, you're clearance senior correct yes i am and you don't know anything about us to come over there to pick the baby up hell no i don't know nothing about this see what's the name of this place again uh adoption agency. Who gave you my information and how they get my information to come pick up my son? I, I don't know that, sir. All I know is is uh, we've bought a car seat. We're, we're, you know, my wife has bought balloons. Man, I don't care y'all bought a car seat, balloons, high chair, whatever. You ain't coming to get my son. Okay, sir. I, I mean, what, what I'm not going to do is, is, is tell my wife that we're not coming to get Clarence Jr. today. Oh, yeah, y'all, you're going to have to tell her that because you ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, from, with the paperwork that I have, Clarence is actually my son now. Man, f- 
you and your paperwork. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. So Clarence Jr. is mine. I'm actually going to change his name to Robert. So I'm, yeah, I mean, like, I, like here you are. Come on over here if you want to. Come on over here. I'm waiting for you. I'm standing in the driveway right now. Okay, well, wait a minute. The, the, the adoption agency tells us that you guys are not doing well finance, uh, financial. Are you working? No, I ain't working. What the f- I got to do with anything? I ain't gonna get rid of my son just because I ain't working. Okay, but 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 uh, so in other words, you're not you're not able to to provide for him, from what I understand. Man, my son ain't missed no meal. He got clothes on his back. He got a roof over his head. Man, I'm not. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. I don't care what I got to do, man. I go out cut grasses. I make money on the side washing cars and everything. Okay, okay, I'm about but to come here and get my son. But don't you think he deserves a better home? I don't know what the what the screw up is. I don't know, but I'm trying to at least rationalize with you yeah. so you can understand why me well, and my I'm wife rationalize with you. You ain't coming to get my son. He in a good home right now. I love my son. You ain't taking him nowhere. I'm telling you, I'm right here in the driveway. Come on over here. Sir, I don't want to go back and forth, but I am. me and my wife are coming to get Clarence today. Uh, okay, come on. Come on. I'm waiting for you. I'm already told you about two, three times. Come on. I'll be waiting right here. I guarantee you. Sir, sir I don't want any altercations when I get there. I just want Clarence to get in the car, and me and my wife are going to take him to his new home. Oh, when you get here, it's going to be one hell of an altercation, so you might want to come to law or whoever's going to come with you. Bring the adoption agent, too, so I can whoop that too. You know what, man? If you was to be able to provide for your family, wouldn't nobody be trying to adopt your child? The problem is that you can't take care of your family. Now, me and my wife coming over there, and we coming to get Clarence Jr. That's oh, the you ain't coming down here to get my child. Man, you get down here, I'm going to you and your wife up. How about that? Hold on, wait a minute. Wait, well, you going to do what to my wife? Well, I don't hear women, but I'm going to tell you right now. You and your wife going to come down here. I'm going to help both of you. Anybody come down here try to take my child up out of my house, they're going to get up. I'm coming to get it. I got to do what I got to do. I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't coming down here to get my son. You, your wife, I'm telling you, nobody's going to come here and take my son. I'm disappoint my wife. You got my number. I don't know how you got my address. I don't care what the agency you got going through or whatever going on. But I'm telling you right now, you come down here, I'm all y'all up. I'm not going to disappoint my wife. Now, she think we coming to get this. I don't give a who disappoint whoever you want this point. I don't give a Oh, man, that was a good one there. Oh, that man. Good one. All 
right, pause. Tell me one more thing, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I did that right there. I did it with ease. I did it with ease. Uh, I was stupid this morning on purpose. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have an update on 16-year-old Ralph Yarl. Uh, he's home now, recuperating after he was shot twice. And the 84-year-old that allegedly uh, shot Yarl is finally being charged for the crime. Also, Mike Tyson said he'll do a rematch with Evander Holyfield or Roy Jones Jr. if the price is right. And Miami-based rapper Trick Daddy finally had his 1994 1994 gold grills removed from his teeth. But right now, it is time to mm. ask the CLO, our chief <laughs> love officer, Steve Harvey. Yeah, can you imagine? Ooh, trick day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just too much. All right, uh, Jarvis in Valley Ranch writes, I'm 36 and I've been married for almost a year. My wife's appearance has changed drastically since we got married. She decided we're vegan and she lost a lots of weight. We didn't decide this together. How do I get her to compromise? I mean, what's 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 wrong? She's lost weight. Obviously, you haven't. Is the weight loss bothering you? Just yeah. I mean, she's trying to stay healthy. Um and let, let me just share something else with you. You've been married a year. Women, a lot of women do stuff without your permission. <laughs> Just want to point that out, dog. <laughs> it ain't going to be the first thing she going to do. It ain't going to say nothing to you. And, uh, you know, if it's for health purposes and she's looking better and feeling better by herself, what are you upset about? Unless you, you at that. See, when you ain't home, you ain't eating people. You, you, you doing something else. So your weight ain't moved. She looks drastically different. And for her, she might be happy with that. So maybe, deal with maybe it. Maybe he likes her thicker. Yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I like them thick too. But if this is what you got, this is what you got. What you going to do? How does he get her to compromise? No, ain't no compromise. She don't want to <laughs> be thick no more. <laughs> she don't want, she got tired of carrying all that thickness. <laughs> all right. Moving on to DW in Charlotte. DW in Charlotte says, I'm having an affair with a man that is getting married. And he said he really loves this woman and he plans to treat her like a queen. He makes love to me like he loves me too. How can he love her, but he tells me he'll never leave me alone? What, what? Mm. See, you're asking the wrong questions. Because you keep combining them with something else. The man told you he loves this woman. He letting you know he ain't going nowhere. He telling you this. Now, in the words of Judge Lynn Toler, don't let a man have to tell you twice he don't want you. Hmm. But then he makes love to me like he loves me. How you know? You ain't comparing the two. You got nothing to compare the two with. So you don't know how he doing you. He ain't never told you he loves you. Now, he said to you, I ain't going to never leave you alone. He didn't say he wanted to marry you, be with you. He didn't say he was going to leave his girl for you. He just let you know you finna be a side piece for as long as he can. 
That part. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. what what part of that you not yes. hearing? Yes. Cause that's all he told you. She's not hearing that at all. Oh, how can he make love to me like he loved me? How you know what he doing to you that's different from her? I'm telling you it's a difference. He done told you he loved her and he gonna treat her like a queen. He did not tell you you were gonna get the queen treatment and you're not. You gonna get the thing treatment. It's the difference between the, between being the queen and the thing. You the thing. Oh. Hmm? Okay, Damn. dropping knowledge to, to make sure. I, I would say Wait, men ain't hard. I, we real simple people. We everything you need to know. We either saying it or not saying it. And if we ain't saying it, hear me clearly. Mm-hmm. Preach. All right. All right, DW and Charlotte. Moving on to Chinga in PG County. Chinga writes: I carpool to work with three people, and I sleep on the way when it's not my turn to drive. Yesterday, one of the girls popped me because I was snoring. My reflexes made me hit her back really hard. Now they want me out of the carpool. She hit me first, so why are they mad at me? Is it really because I'm a snorer? Yeah, yeah, you know good and hell well that wasn't no reflex. You know good and hell well. That's what she said. No, somebody popped you from snoring. You don't really know what that is because you first got to realize where you at. You cocked your hand back and bust her upside her head. Now you got to get your ass out the carpool. Can't snore when you're driving. You finna drive yourself to work. You can't carpool and be, you can't be a snore and violent. <laughs> Nobody wants you riding with them. Everybody wasted their coffee all over their dress today because you sit up here busting people in the head because you done laid your head back, mouth wide open. <sighs> Pop! Oh, hell no, you didn't. Now you in the car fighting. Mm-mm. You're mad at her. She out the carpool. You can't ride no more. You loud anyway. <laughs> Probably heavy breasted. That's what make you snore. Your breast is heavy. Got a lot of weight on your chest. <laughs> you uh, snore. Right, you got heavy breasts. Yeah, I got heavy stomach. <laughs> you got to get the weight from somewhere. Stomach. I I don't have breasts, but I got stomach though. You got to get the weight from somewhere. The weight got to be pressing on you somewhere. But if you heavy breasted though now, it could be down. Hey, okay. Uh-uh. Okay, I don't like your little logic with your little heavy breasted comment or what you're trying to well, say. Well, there's two people on I'm the show. Vivacious, I snore. Is that what you're saying? Curvy, I snore. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say no. nothing about curvy or vivacious. The <laughs> word you I say you like them thick on you, it. I love them thick. I, I, if you have it, breast, it's gonna put that extra better. weight on your chest and close your esophagus down. <laughs> Where you and get that That's what's gonna from. call it. Call now you my esophagus is gone. Because you got to gag for air. Don't try to throw a word like esophagus in there. Girl, okay, like so now. Surely, like he got a science word. I know. Oh, okay, well, We're don't. Not buying it. I don't give a damn. I'm going to let, let, let you do this by yourself, dog. Weird pipe. Yeah, yeah, let him be out there on his own time. Pounces. Don't say nothing, yeah. Junior. Don't say that nothing. That little dangling in the back of your mouth, all that. What you want to call it? Whatever. <laughs> all right. What's that thing called in the back, Shirley? What is that called? You blow, you blow. 
All right, Google coming up next, <laughs> we'll tell you how you can register to win $1,000 to transform your spring. And we'll have today's entertainment news as well right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I have a big announcement, and I'm sure, I'm sure you can use an extra $1,000. That's right, I said $1,000 this spring. So listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. We partnered with Olay Body Lotion this spring for the chance to win $1,000. Olay Hyaluronic Body Lotion nourishes your skin with an all-day hydration. So transform your skin this spring with Olay Body Lotion. 95% of women have visibly smoother skin in just seven days when used two times a day. Also try Olay Hyaluronic Body Wash and to enter and get the rules, visit steveharveyfm.com and you might transform your spring with $1,000. I love saying that $1,000 could be yours, okay? Nicely done, girl. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, switching gears now to an update 
Well, on this story right here, we've been talking about this, everyone, the whole nation. 16-year-old Ralph Yarl, who was shot twice by an 85-year-old homeowner when he mistakenly went to the wrong house to pick up his siblings. Well, Ralph Yarl has been released from the hospital. That's great news. And according to the Kansas City Star, he's home and recuperating with his mother, who is a nurse. Ralph's father reported that he continues to improve. He's responsive and he's making good progress. And more wow. news in this case, as pressure, yeah, as pressure mounted on Monday to have the shooter, 84-year-old Andrew Lester, charged with a crime, Clay County Prosecutor's Office charged Lester with assault in the first degree and a Class A felony. He could face life in prison if he is convicted. Lester was also charged with armed criminal action, which carries a max penalty of 15 years in prison. The prosecutor admitted that there is a racial component to this case. But when asked whether hate crime charges could be added, he said that in Missouri, a hate crime is a lower level of felony. The good news is that uh, young Ralph is at home and recovering. He need to be in mom. jail till he yeah, dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Well, the 84 has to happen. People well, can quit talking about, well, he 85. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. He yeah. 85. Okay. Well, what would have made a difference? He was 25? What? Yeah. No, I'm saying he ain't got long. He gonna be in there. He ain't gonna lie. He got long. Yeah, and I was also reading. They were saying something to the fact that he may, because the young boy did not cross the threshold mm-hmm. into his home. Uh-huh. You shot him through the door, yeah, knowing the you door. were causing him bodily harm. You mm-hmm. shot him twice. twice. So that's good news on those felony charges yeah. too. So it, it just it, it doesn't make any sense, man. It's. You just looked out the door, saw a black person, yeah, and tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. This was yeah. you tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Headshots is to kill. Yeah. Right, right, yep, Steve. absolutely. You're right. Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know this young boy. He wasn't. He wasn't a threat. He wasn't breaking in. He wasn't violent. He wasn't raising his up. He wasn't tearing away your screen door at the window. This yeah. little boy knocking on the door, man. Mm-hmm. Come get my brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pow, pow. Yeah. And then to go to all them neighbors' house, run. Yeah. And then they don't help him. After being shot. And in then head. the third yeah. person that helped him made him raise his hands up and lay on the ground. Mm. Oh my God. That's how I just wow. read, saw that on the news wow. story this okay. morning. Yeah. Wow. 16 year old kid. And that's wow. how the third person helped him. At least they helped him, but they didn't know, but you know, what? whatever. At least they helped him. I'll give they him that. They saved his life. They helped save yeah. his life. So, whatever. But the conditions. Yeah. It's just a, a horrible, horrible story. The great news is that he is at home recuperating. His mom's taking care of him. She's a nurse. Good. We'll keep, yeah, yeah. keep you posted on that story. I hope he doesn't suffer long-term damage. I hope yes, he fully uh, recover, which is a danger when you have a traumatic head injury like mm-hmm. that. That's very yeah. true, Steve. Very true. Prayer. Uh, sure. Yeah. All right, switching gears again. Finally, uh, rapper Trick Daddy is twin- trending because he went to the dentist after 15 years of not seeing a dentist. 15 years he hasn't been to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. For over 30 years, Trick Daddy had gold grills on his top and bottom teeth, and his teeth were in serious 
serious need of attention. The gold caps were from 1994. They had decayed. Trick Daddy's teeth um, were, were so bad that he needed surgery to repair bone loss. Trick still plans to have his bottom teeth done next week by the same process. And Trick Daddy has reportedly spent $60,000 on the treatment so far. And he will get porcelain veneers in the end. The, the entire process should be completed in the next two months. This is all according to TMZ. Here's a question. And Steve, we know how you, much you hate going to the dentist. But what's the longest time period you, you've, gone, you've gone without seeing your dentist? Two years. Really? Mm. That's a long time. That's yeah, a long, that's a long time. time. I don't give a damn. I <laughs> Judge I me. How you <laughs> I can't stand You it. and Trick Daddy need to get it what? together. I don't like him. Damn and Trick why Daddy. is it that you don't like to go, Steve? <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like nobody in my mouth. I don't like holding my head back. I don't like me gagging. You still working. You see me gagging. Get your hand out my damn mouth, man. Let me swallow. Where's this suction at? <laughs> I can't stand all that noise and stuff, man. I need movies, music, yeah. gas. You have a lot of anxiety. A lot of people uh -huh. have anxiety yeah, about going do. to the dentist. Like Y'all don't understand. Dentist. Shirley would tell you because we got the same dentist. Uh -huh. I have turned his tray over before. What? You have what? He has pleaded to me. Please tell Steve to come in. It's time. I turned Trey over, dog. I told you I'm gagging. You see me gagging, you still working. Get your ass away from me, man. I bet now pick all that stuff off the floor so I can swallow. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, it is Wellness Wednesday. And Kier, we call him Junior, but his real name is Kier. He will tell us about his Living Your Life podcast. Okay, we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior, well, Junior, you have a new podcast. It's called Living Your Life with Chief Medical Officer at Dillard University, Dr. Corey A. Bear. Uh, you two provide perspective on healthcare, fitness, and an overall healthy lifestyle. And your first guest is legendary comedian, family member, Earthquake. So tell us about the episode with Quake, Junior. Oh, man, it was great sitting down with Quake, man. It was, it was one of the things that... Um, he has a story, and it's a really good story, because after he did Legendary, we all saw the Netflix special, but how he got there is an amazing story that we have, man. And Unc, you know, he talked about you, Unc Steve, because he, you know, you one of his favorite. I asked about his top five favorite comedians, and he said, first off the top, Steve Harvey, because he showed me how to put these threes, twos, and ones together. Man, he talked this story, man, that you taught him how to put a set together, man. And, and, and you know, he talked about his time in the military, but he talked about his family, and then, you know, I didn't know he had a family member that had sickle cell. And he told me about that family member. And we had a really great discussion about how he overcame the challenges of in his career and how the times he got told no. And it's a really good, interesting story to hear from Earthquake, man. It, it, he was still funny, but he really told a true story. Oh, so it ain't felt. just about sick people? No, Uncle, it ain't just about sick people, man. It's about oh, living you your life, man. We, we're talking about overcoming life, man. Challenges. Moving oh, forward. Wait, 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 Junior. Wait, Junior. So you just thought he was interviewing just sick people? That's what well, I'm saying. Well, you know, he so. said one of his cousins got sick of cell. I thought they were I didn't know him. that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> No, I thought you was talking life, about the challenges Steve. of knowing somebody with sickle cell. No, uh, the no. I'm sitting there watching TV, now all of a sudden you got to <laughs> no, the No, man, we ain't doing that. 
This is an inspirational show, man. That's what we do, man. We you know y'all run out here. to the car, he get cold. Now y'all ain't going nowhere. Y'all <laughs> no, we ain't doing none of that, dick dog. We doing this, man. So this is what I we cannot. doing. So he is crazy, but that's what it is. Hard to watch a game. Somebody having a crisis. Uh, hey, man. Hey, hey. I do want to ask you what inspired you to do this podcast. Oh, what inspired me to do this podcast is, but is me because that's what I'm doing. You know, that's what I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming like life. I'm living. I like it. I, I, I'm positive, man. Yeah, but that's it because of the fact that I'm supposed to be gone by now. Yeah. I'm supposed to be gone. Remember, I told you they told me I was going to die at 11 years old. I'm 44. I've been proving Dr. Wrong. Come on, 33 boy. years, man. That's what inspired me to do this show. Why you here? That's why I'm here, big dog. I, I'll tell you right now. I don't care what it is you're going through, man. And I'm telling you, you can really make it. I don't care. It's sickle cell ain't a death sentence. Mm-hmm. It's motivation for me to keep living. There's some other people that need to see me. They need to see an example like oh, me. Boy. That's what I'm doing. And I'm showing them how I'm doing it. Every morning I get up, come on this radio show, man, that's inspiration for somebody. Hell I ain't letting yeah. my circumstances define me. That's you all I'm doing. Me. So let me tell you right now, if you want to see this show, go subscribe right now. Go to livingyourlife.online. Livingyourlife.online. And you can see all I'm better causing you. <laughs> That's what it is, oh. big dog. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Junior. Congratulations. Living Thanks Your so Life Podcast. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes Check after the hour. <gasps> okay, we're going to talk about Morgan Freeman right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Morgan Freeman is, is back in the news because he's setting the record straight about his feelings on race in America. In a very rare interview with the Sunday Times, Morgan Freeman, who is 85 right now, and uh, said that he does not like being called, quote, an African-American. And he does not like the use of the phrase Black History Month. His exact words were, Black History Month is an insult. You're going to relegate my history to a month? Also, African-American is an insult. I don't subscribe to that title. Black people have had different titles all the way back to the N-word, and I do not know how these things get such a grip, but everyone uses African-American. Wise words from Morgan Freeman. I'm with you, Morgan. Uh, well, uh, okay, what is he then? Black. <laughs> He's black. Okay. I'm other. black, too. He's black other. <laughs> so, Steve, you've been around a long time. I mean, you know, we've been called coloreds, Negroes, Negroes. And, I was and, here for all of them. Yeah, and all of that. So now we're being called African American. So my question to you is: Do you agree with Morgan Ford? Well, Morgan I do Freeman? really. I'm, I've always prescribed yeah, to being that. black. Mm-hmm. I like oh, black because too many times I don't feel American at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just too many times that, that we're not. Well, we're not included in the Constitution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the time. We're not allowed the freedom of speech. We're not allowed the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. We we can't even go pick up our little brother and sister at as somebody at the wrong door no more. Make a mistake, you know, Lord. You can't live where you want to live. You can't go to what school you want to go to. You can't get pulled over by the police. You can't have a crack tail light. You can't. You 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 got to have your driver's license and registration, damn near taped on your driver's side window. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they can sit because you can't reach for nothing. Right. No. You know you can't forewarn the police that you have anything. It's just so much that makes you feel unwanted over here. Mm-hmm. So Every the term day. African American is not necessary for me. 
I do and have always preferably prescribed to being black. Mm-hmm. I like the title black. See, because that way I know what that is. Yeah. I know what come with that. Mm-hmm. Don't fool me. Don't trick me with the with the American part, mm-hmm. the African American part. Now I do like the African part. I do like mm-hmm. identifying yeah, with with my with my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our home continent. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Which is Africa. I do like right. that part. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm an African black. I think that's what I'm going to get a new title. I'm African, go black. African, African black. African black. African black. African black. African okay. black. African black. Okay. A.B. So you and Morgan you Freeman agree. African black. Yeah, and I very rarely agree with Morgan on just about anything. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because I never, I just, I just, there's certain things I'm not going to do. Like Miss Daisy could have got half the hell her old ass was getting on her own. It was a movie. He didn't drive her in real life. I'm dead. You're not going to sit your old ass back there and talk to me. You either get your ass in the front like we dating or we're not going. You're not rapping in the back though. Yeah, you're not front. doing this. Get your old, both of us old, get your ass up here like we seeing each other. Now, I'm not calling you Miss Daisy. I'm going to call you Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Tommy. Wow, yeah. I ain't got it. You got oh, it, Tommy. You know I've been waiting for on, it. I've been looking at you, Steve waiting said for his it. part. You got to say your part. Come, Come on, being black. Come on. Pull it, dog. Pull it. The chains on the door is open. <laughs> Lean on clock. Yeah, I don't know how to do Morgan Freeman. Yeah. You got it, dog. Get the chains off the door. The enemy is here. <laughs> the enemy. Take chains off the door. The enemy is here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Freeman. I'm sorry, Morgan. Move expedition. <laughs> no, no, Miss Daisy. No, Miss Daisy. You're going to have to start All right, driving up next. your damn self starting tomorrow. <laughs> the nephew in the prank phone call right after the front this. Seat the back you don't seat. sound you like him. Know. Okay, no. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, she's trashy, not classy, and I told everyone. Okay? We'll get into that, find out what that's all about. Woo! In just a few, because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Ah, is that your husband? Is that your husband? Okay. Over there on some Inspector Gadget Sugar Honey Iced Tea. Yeah, is that your husband? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Cat Dog. Is that your husband? Huh? Hello, I'm trying to reach Karen. This is Karen. Karen, uh, hey, listen, my name is Mark. Are you married to Jason? Yes. Okay, all right. I got the right person. Listen, I don't, I don't even know how to say this to you. My, my, um... My, like I say, my name is Mark. I follow my wife today. Uh-huh. And I, right now, I'm at a park. And I'm almost certain that my wife is, right now, I'm I'm about two or 300 yards away. But I, I'm almost certain my wife is holding hands uh, with your husband, Jason. 
So okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Will you see my husband at the park with with your wife? How long have you been following them? I followed my wife this morning because I just was feeling like real weird about you know something going on, and I followed her, and I'm at the park right now, and uh, you know, this I think this is I think she's with Jason. I think she's okay. with your husband. What type What type of car you do you see Jason in? A Lexus. What color is it? Um, white. Okay, that's him. So he's supposed to have went to work today. And this Sunday, and they had some overtime that he's supposed to be doing at work today. And he's at a park with your wife. Are you close to them? I'm not close to him. You know, I tried to stay back. Wait, 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 hold up. She just kissed him. She just kissed who? She did, my wife just kissed your husband. What you say your your wife your wife's name is again? My wife's name is Veronica. Veronica. Okay. Uh, what park they at? Uh, they at Langley Park. I'm Langley at Langley park. park right now. I'm under, I'm about two hundred yards away from them, and I'm looking at. She just kissed him again. I cannot believe this, man. I know well. You're not telling me that your your wife is kissing my husband. Uh, what, well, how did you get my number? That's all up. Back this up. How did you get my number and who are you? Like I say, my name is Mark. Uh, a buddy of mine named Fitz, Fitzgerald. Fitz knows, he knows Jason. I don't know and no uh, Fitzgerald. I don't want to know how you get my number. Fitz gave me your, Fitz, Fitz told me he knew Jason and some kind of way got me your phone number. I don't even know who he got your number from. All I know is your husband is kissing my wife right now. That's what I know. Okay, you just sitting there watching. Give me the number. We can change this Right now, you sitting there watching on suspect again. I go and bust all this up because I don't play that. Cause he said he had to work this morning, some little overtime. Don't have time. Then who does that in the park with some body? It's too cold to be in the park anyway. You can't see no ducks. Give me, give me the address of this Langley Park. Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. They getting a blanket out the car. Now who does that? I know well. He ain't no romantic type of guy. He never take me to no. Park, but they getting a blanket out the car and going deeper into the park. I cannot believe this. They getting the blanket. Well, what? No, she. I know she. Now nah, I'm looking at. Give me the wine, park address. You got wine and wine glasses. Excuse and me, excuse me. Mark, Mark, Mark. Give me the address of the park. You want some white boy stuff? I'm trying to go. I'll bust that up. I don't have time for that calling me. I'll start it and watching your wife. I'm not gonna watch. And I'm gonna hand him his ass. Okay, let's stop this. Right now, take your ass over there to the park and give him the phone. I don't have time for this. You sitting up there watching your wife with my you calling me. What kind of you? Are you okay? I'm, 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 say what? You supposed to be up there get on that because if I was there, I'd be the slap that and I've been handing him his cap. Go hand him the phone. Take up there and hand him the phone. What the hell are you calling I'm me trying, for? I'm trying to see what else they gonna do. That's what I'm trying to do. Thing. You done seen enough. All that. Pouring that f- over there doing, pulling out a guy. What you want? Wait to see him. F- take your ass over to hand him the phone. I know f- Jason ain't in no park for no. F- I'm f- got my f- at home. I am on our third child pregnant with a f- baby, but I don't give. F- I'll go up and whoop his f- while I'm pregnant. I know f- well Jason ain't in no park for no. F- go hand him the phone. You Look, I want to see. Ass- oh, let me let me hold on. Let me step out the truck. Hold on. They drinking wine right now. I, if- I don't give a. F- about that. Go hand him the phone. Walk over and hand him the phone. I don't hey, know okay. what you do with yours. I don't play about mine. Oh, man, they kissed him. Mark, Mark, Mark. I don't know who you are, but go hand him the phone. Go hand him the phone. You sitting up there watching with your weak Who in the are you anyway? 
I'm, 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 that's my wife he with. He with my wife. You must be old because if you was one of them big old yoked up black who never got on this who does that? You come to watching them at the park. I'm telling you now I'm whooping that when I see her. I'm whooping your wife. Then I'm whooping Jason. And I'm a slap your calling me with this. You should not there calling me got my blood pressure. Scar high while you should not there watching my husband with your wife. You supposed to be all on top of that. Yeah, when I see you got that coming too, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna find this Langley Paul right now. I'm gonna get off the phone because I'll be up there. I'm gonna show you how. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody want to talk to you? Get on the phone. Hello. Hello. Who is this? This Tommy. Tommy who? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> this is some. <laughs> you almost made me have my baby up in this house this morning. <laughs> And I got two moments to go. Yeah, but Jason got me to prank phone call. <laughs> He's no better than that sh I'm whooping his anyway when he come on. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he told me, he said, look, man, my wife is a no-nonsense. She ain't, she don't take no drama. None of that. He that told me. That don't make this. no sense because I was like, what man sit there and watch their wife at the park? <laughs> what what man does that? This is crazy. But you tell him, I got him. I got him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to ask you this, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Jason with this. No, Tommy, I'm going to get you. I'll show you what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to name the baby Tommy. Tell him that for a joke. Tell him you're going to name the baby Tommy. Yeah, tell, tell, tell Jason that I'm going to name the baby Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Ignorance at its best. I'll do it for y'all. I love yeah. her. Really? I love That's what her. you do. <laughs> Period. She was, she, was, she was straight gangster with it, though. She yes, was she was. Mm-hmm. yes, she was. Yes, she was. No she joke. Was about she was about mine. Nobody mm-hmm. okay. else expect the gadget stuff. What's, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know oh. nobody stupider than stupider than, than me. Stupid, mm. stupid, stupider than me. I don't. I no, I don't. Do y'all, I, I've told you. One hundred percent. I don't know nobody. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I, I, I really is. don't. I don't know nobody. That's, you got. You can stop stupid, one. Stupid. Lock. Yeah, you're you got locked on that. <laughs> you in it. The search is over. <laughs> yeah. uh, you are it, sir. <laughs> Nephew Tommy and Friends Laugh Out Loud comedy show is coming to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, April the 29th at the Keswick Theater. That is hosted by yours truly. Two Rays in the building, Craig McLaren in the building, and your headliner for tonight will be Lou Nell at the Keswick Theater in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You already heard him. They, they called in there. They talking about Bowling Green, Kentucky. That boy was acting a dog. I'm gonna be ignorant as all get out in Philadelphia. Now on 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 Friday, I'm I'm compelling and 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 handsome and but I'm Saturday morning. Woo! I guess right on back to compelling. What? Yeah. So you mean Friday yeah, on TV? Compelling. Friday night on TV? On TV. Yeah, Friday night on Ready to Love. I'll be oh. compelling and, and handsome. Oh. And why, why you keep saying handsome? All of that. Well, that's part to throw me. Who, who you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking. Uh, me. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you and Junior one more time. I'm going to tell you and Junior one more time. I'm not finna be ugly with y'all. I'm no. not finna do that with y'all. You already I'm ugly. Not, this ain't nothing yeah. that's about to occur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
We gotta move on. <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, she's trashy, not classy. And I told everyone. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal yeah. with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second-grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second-grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on work, on sex, on parenting and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? And uh, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. Subject, she's trashy, not classy, and I told everyone. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 48 years old, and I just got engaged to a hardworking man that was known around town as a womanizer and a partier. We were close friends for years before he took our relationship to the next level, before we took our relationship to the next level. We got engaged, and he said that his cheating days were over. He lied, and I caught him cheating with a 58-year-old lady that has a reputation for being classy and bougie. She has a great job, nice home, and three great children that she raised with her husband. She got divorced two years ago, and most people rallied around her and blamed her husband for the divorce. But he told people that she's trashy and the truth will come out. A few months ago, she was driving drunk and police took her home instead of arresting her. I heard that she was with my fiancé when she got pulled over. I did not believe it because he's a roughneck and a weed smoker and she's very classy. Boy, was I wrong. And I was devastated when I found out who she really is. I stopped by my fiance's house to drop off some paint Monday 
and I saw his car and a Benz outside. I called out to him as I walked in. He had music on, and it sounded like somebody was fighting. It wasn't a fight at all. My fiance and that woman were going at it on the table, and she was saying filthy, trashy things to him to do to her. Uh, yes, I stood there and watched, and I took pictures. Then I hit him hard in the back of his head so he'd know I was there. I broke up with him, and I posted the picture of him and the lady on Facebook with his bare behind and her face exposed. So everyone will know how trashy she is. My ex-fiance said he was surprised she wanted him, so he had to do it. Am I wrong for the way I handled this situation? What? Uh... So you get engaged to a known ladies man and a partier and a player and all that. And you're so surprised when he cheats on you that you and him blame the woman that he cheated with. She's classy and trashy. And your now ex-fiance said she wanted it. So he had to do it. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. The truth. <laughs> the, the, the truth is that he never stopped being a womanizer. He never stopped that. That's who he is. Uh, you want to know if you were wrong and how you handled this situation? I say yes. Uh, you, you catching him and taking pictures and posting them on Facebook is just you and your feelings. And you just wanted to get revenge. You wanted to get back at him. But mostly her. It had nothing to do with them. Everything to do with you and your anger and your, your wanting to, you know, get back. You willingly hooked up with this guy knowing exactly who he was when you got engaged. But you're still blaming the woman and calling her names. Although I personally don't think uh, classy and bougie, I don't think, you know, that's anything wrong with that, is him. Now her three great kids, as you call them, have to hear about and see their mom naked on Facebook and, and live with the public scrutiny because of all the choices you made. And you're still more mad at her than him. I, I mean, you knew who he was when you married him. What? What? I, Steve, <laughs> she married yeah, him. Yeah, oh, she got engaged to him. I can tell by your voice is confusing, and it is, you know. You know, so many people write in, and when I find out the particulars of the letter, they're actually mad at the wrong person. Yeah. She more mad at the lady than him. When who you need to be mad with is yourself. <laughs> right. Because you picked him knowing you're engaged to a hard-working man because you got to be hard-working to be a womanizer. That is hard work. <laughs> you got to put in time, boy. Right. <laughs> you're a hard-working man that's known around town as a womanizer. Now, this is around town. This is not a big place, everybody. This is, this is a town. Okay. He's known around town and a partier. Now, when they say party, they ain't talking about exactly clubs. That's weed smoking, you know, getting high, sitting around drinking. That's what she mean by that. And we were close friends for years, but we took our relationship to the next level. Because you had heard about all the womanizing, and then you wanted to see what it was about. Well, you found out, and he was pretty good at it, too. <laughs> he was pretty good at it. He got, you, he got you all the way in. You just went, oh, Lord, this is what they talking about. Ooh. I'll tell you how good it got. Y'all got engaged. Mm. And then he told you and said his cheating days was over. He lied. I caught him cheating with a 58-year-old lady 
that has a reputation of being classy and bougie. See, that's what bothered you. She got a great job, nice home, three great children that she raised with her husband. She got divorced a couple years ago, and most of the people rallied around her. That's a small town. Everybody rallied around her. It's small town. Yeah, uh, and blamed her husband for the divorce, but he told people she trashy, and the truth will come out. A few months ago, she was driving drunk. Police took her home instead of arresting her. That's a small town. Small town. I heard she was with my fiance when she got pulled over. That's a small town. I didn't believe it because he's a roughneck and a weed smoker, and she's very classy. Boy, was I wrong. I was devastating when I found out who she really is. I stopped by my fiance's house, drop off some paint Monday. Yeah, this is a small town. What are you doing dropping off some paint? <laughs> the hell? A can of paint. <laughs> All right, I'll hang on, back. Steve. We'll have part two of your response to the strawberry letter at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, she's trashy, not classy, and I told everyone. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Uh, let's recap today's strawberry letter. This is crazy. Here this 48-year-old woman uh, then got engaged to this hard-working man that's a womanizer in a party. She knew that going in. They was friends for a long time, but she had been hearing about this womanizing thing. She decided she got a little curious about this womanizer. He put it on her. Now they engaged because <laughs> she wants this forever. <laughs> he told her that what? his cheating days is over. I got to get this every day. I'm married. Oh, yes. Baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he told me her cheating days was over. She found out real quickly because he got caught him cheating with a 58-year-old lady in around town that's got this uh, really classy and bougie uh, reputation because they're in a small-ass town. Mm. She got a great job, big house, nice house, three beautiful kids. She got caught driving drunk one night, and instead of arresting her, they took her home. Then she found out that the fiancé was in the car while she was drunk. Mm. Now, she got divorced a couple years ago, and the people rallied around her. Everybody in town got around her. But the husband said she she trashy, and and the truth going to come out. Well, after she got driving drunk and all that, uh... She got she got caught with your fiance in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't believe it because he's a roughneck and a weed smoker, and she's very classy. Boy, was I wrong? <laughs> and then I was devastated when I found out who she really is. So she was going by his house, drop off some paint money. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't okay. know who do that. My girl ain't never dropped no paint off at my damn house before. Really? You know, never, small never. ass town. I'm gonna swing by. I'm gonna swing by Ace, and I'm gonna get the paint. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a small town, so it ain't no Walmart. I'm going to swing by Ace and get this paint. And I'm going to bring it over to the house. And you came over and you saw his car in this Benz outside. Mm-hmm. I called in out to him as I walked in. Lonnie! Oh, is that his name? What, what's That's his name? Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie, a womanizer and a player in the hard work. He truck driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. He, yeah. Lonnie! Mm-hmm. Lonnie! <laughs> and then he felt, she heard this noise, music on. It sounded like somebody was in there fighting. Get your hell off me. Get your ass off me. You don't do that to me. Put it over here. Bring it. Bring it. You do it again. Hit it right there. Hit it. <laughs> it sounded like they was in there fighting. Right. But it wasn't a fight. Your fiance and that woman was going at it on the table. <laughs> 
She was saying filthy, trashy things for him to do to her. Wow. I stood there and watched because, you know, she was passing out some really good instructions and he was following them too. So I was watching. I was going, I'll be damned when he did that to me. She started taking notes up. Yeah, took notes and pictures. Wow. Then I hit him hard in the back of the head so he'd know I was there. I broke up with him. You see me back here. You so busy. Did you see me back here? <laughs> this is crazy. So I posted the picture of him and the lady on Facebook with her with his bad behind or her face exposed. Crazy. So everybody would know how trashy she is. My ex fiance said he was surprised that she wanted me. I'm like <laughs> I don't a, even know how this one. happened because I was just sitting over there and, and then she wanted uh-huh. me and uh-huh. I was just sitting a bit thinking you know classy and bougie and everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why why would she want somebody like me? You know so it like gave me a lot of you know it made me in my self esteem was just overwhelming at that point. <laughs> And so then when my self-esteem had never been that high before, I went, well, uh-huh. then I got to do it. I mean, what what you want me to do? She came in here and said she wanted me. Uh-huh. What was I supposed to do? If she said she wants you, what would you do? So it's her fault again. And now here she come. All she had to do was leave me alone because I wouldn't right. have did it if she hadn't asked me to. Because right. why would she want somebody like me? I drive a Pepsi truck. <laughs> I make all the deliveries and stuff. You know, they got Pepsi machine in their house. You know they well off. So, mm. Oh, They so, got Pepsi wow. machine. I was taking Pepsi around back and all the stuff with Ruth and kids. You know, she got nice kids. And the next thing I know, she looked at me and I looked at her. And, you know, I ain't think nothing of it. Then, you know, she called me and brings more Pepsi over there. And I, I, bring, <laughs> I, I was bringing Pepsi. So when I came over there with the Pepsi, then she was over there. You know. Yeah. I just said, well, since I'm here with this Pepsi, uh-huh. and then, you know, so I had just finished drinking a Pepsi, you know, oh. and I had some Pepsi on my mouth, and then she licked the Pepsi off my mouth, and I went, well, damn. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? What was I supposed to do? You could lick the Pepsi off my lips. I was sitting there going, Pepsi, 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 you and the next day, yeah. you know, then we started seeing each other, so then... One day she had called me and she, I didn't have no more Pepsi on the truck. So she said she come to the. You ran out? Yeah. She said, I told her I was going to paint this house, you know, because you was bringing the paint by. I told her I was going to paint the house. And she said, well, she'll bring the Pepsi by because she know I'm going to get thirsty while I'm Fix it. painting the house. Yeah. There you go. And she came in there with all that Pepsi. And then here you come with the paint. Mm-hmm. And, but she brought the Pepsi in. And this time she had Pepsi on her mouth. <laughs> And she asked me to lick the Pepsi off of her mouth. Yeah. And I had to because I didn't want it to dry. Because, you know, I don't know if you've been around Pepsi, but if you don't get the Pepsi off, it gets sticky. Did what? she ask you or did she tell you? Because, you know, it sounded like they were fighting. So. No, she told me, you better beat yeah. this. That's what I thought. Yeah. You better beat me. And I just <laughs> beat, me, right. you know, beat me like I stole some Pepsi. Leave your comments on Leave your comments on today's strawberry letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey at them. (laughs) Please check out the strawberry letter podcast uh, on demand. Coming up next, it is junior and sports talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. It is time now for junior and sports talk. Junior, what you got? I'm going to tell you right now, off the top, let's give it up for Jalen Hurts, boy. 
That's yes, it, man. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, this is how you do it. <laughs> Five years, $255,179,000 guaranteed. Gone, boy. Boy, yeah. five years, two fifty five. Wow. Now, let me ask y'all something: Is he fine now? Is it that what happened? He's Jayla beautiful. Jalen Hurts has always been fine, and he loves black women. Yes, uh -huh. he. Oh, he does. does. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, the letter to black women. Five yeah. years, two hundred fifty five million, hundred seventy nine guaranteed. Now, the problem with this is Lamar Jackson still ain't got no. He still didn't get the contract. Oh, is this like uh, for, for Lamar Jackson? Is it because he don't have an agent? Is this why this is happening? Now you see somebody just get two hundred fifty-five million, and now you still don't have a contract. Does that mean that you don't, it's because you don't have an agent? Something's going terribly wrong in the negotiation process. Mm -hmm. I think it was mishandled by the Ravens, and I think it was mishandled by Lamar. Oh man, yeah. When you're at this level, man, it's hard. Because in a negotiation, the other side has to be able to freely say things to your representative that they would not say directly to the player. That's a known fact. And then there's some things that the representative can say to the organization that the player can't say to the organization. Gotcha. Okay. You know, you can't be in the paper talking about, I'll just go somewhere else because now you're messing up your own locker room. So you see yeah. that that go-between man is almost, almost needed, especially when you're fighting against that shield and that good old boy regime of owners. Because oh, they collude, man. Yeah. Them owners yeah. collude yeah. all the time. They having conversations with each other. Oh, man. And then they got to figure out how they're going to control these salaries moving forward so they have talks with each other. Mm, and yeah. so I just think it was mishandled by a lot of people. Um, well, Lamar okay. Jackson. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm still rooting for him to get his money, man. Also, well, he like, need um, to hire Jalen Hurts. Is a, a, yeah, I would. I go right over there. Women. Yeah. 255. I go right over there. All right, here we go. Uh, Lakers and Grizzlies tonight. Who you got? Lakers lead 1 0. Oh, Lakers, Jake John Moran ain't playing. Yeah, okay, here we go. Heat Bucks. Heat up 1 nothing on the Bucks. If Giannis is back, the Bucks oh, will win. Bucks. Then we got the Timberwolves and the Nuggets, which I don't think nobody's watching this yeah, series. I don't at really all. give a damn. <laughs> don't nobody I don't know nobody in Denver or Minnesota. <laughs> we, we don't even know why we don't know nobody. That we game do. don't even really matter. Uh, Ooh, thank you. Draymond thank you very Jack. much. <laughs> Coming up next, legendary singer Lionel Richie will be performing for King Charles's coronation. Wow, and he plans to outshine okay. Michael Jackson and Prince's performances. We'll talk about it right after this. Is the Earl of Ottingham here? Is he coming? Okay, we gotta get her. So. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you know what? I wish the Earl of Ottingham was here. He, he needs. Hey, 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 he's hey, here. Hey, hey. Oh, he's here. Hey, <laughs> listen to me, Charlie. I'm always yes. here. I'm just a moment away. Just a momentary <laughs> call, and I'm here. Always oh, anything to do with the palace, anything to do with England. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I'm here. Good morning, everyone. Greetings from everyone at Buckingham. We are here. I am the unknown Negro. <laughs> they don't even know I'm here. Well, good I don't morning, have to worry girl. about King Charles finding out. He doesn't listen to the radio. He's got people busy hiding his socks and drawers. <laughs> Such a weird king. No, no one likes him. No one in the palace likes him. Really? Oh, my wow. God. And his wife. Oh, God. <laughs> Every time she passes by, I vomit a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dude. we're Earl. We're so da, glad da, you're da, here. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Go ahead. I can hear you. We we need some information. We need you to clear a few things up concerning... Certainly. King- anything to do with the palace yeah. in Buckingham, I have it for you. Yeah, this is concerning King Charles's uh, coronation. Well, Lionel Richie is going to perform for King Charles. Uh, King Charles, this is at next month's big event. It takes place in May, May seventh at Windsor Castle in London. And yeah. this is what Lionel Richie—I don't know if you know him or not, Earl—but Lionel Richie told People Magazine, he says, "Quote: You know." A, it's a surprise. B, what an honor. And C, the fact of all the names that are out there that he could have had for this, he called my name. So Lionel was kind of feeling himself, Earl, if you get what I mean. Yes, uh, as he should, dancing on the ceiling. Yes, yes. So <laughs> All he, night long, sailing. Yes, all of that, right? So, so Lionel went on to say that he wants to see all the pomp and circumstance because he doesn't care what you thought Michael Jackson did. He said, I don't care what you thought Prince did. I don't care what you thought Madonna did. Nothing's going to be like this. This is the grandiose of grandiose right here. Lionel oh, Richie said he did. Oh, my yeah. God. No, he didn't. He yes, couldn't have he said did, that. Earl. He yes, said he that. He Earl. He said it. I love Lionel Richie, but come what on now. You're talking about people that Michael and Prince aren't even here <laughs> to defend yeah. themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to mm-hmm. do better than they are right now. They're dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's one way to look at it, Earl. I'm better than I'm better than Elvis right now. Hell, he's not hell. Okay. <laughs> what do you want? I'm not sure what. What do you want, Carly? Well, Earl, I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite Lionel Richie song? Is oh. it from the Commodores? Oh no, it's like, I love it. I love so many things. Everything from the Commodores was smashing hits over mm-hmm. mm-hmm. here. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Are you feeling down and lonely? <laughs> Love will find a way. that you can't go on. Fear. <laughs> Just remember love. Love will find a way. <laughs> oh, my God. That is my. What did they, what did they say? The blacks over there. That's my jam. jam. Yeah, that's my jam. Jam. Whoa, jam. For me, oh my God, I love Teddy. Well, are, you are going to the coronation, aren't you? I'll be in the back. They won't know I'm there, but of course, uh-huh. I'm there. I'm gonna have Lionel's food prepared. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I've got all the recipes for when blacks come over. Like oh. what? What are you gonna fix? Yeah. What are you gonna make? Come on, let's not play games. You know we're having fried chicken. <laughs> oh, you just no. you just going there, huh, Earl? The oh, no. type, Earl. Well, come on, we're the Buckingham Palace. You know we're racist. Stop it. <laughs> what do you think we're gonna make them? What cordon blow? What are you kidding me? Uh. The yeah. Queen loved it. She never made a fuss about it, but she loved it. She didn't even know what it was. All right, the blacks uh, that prepared it would just be laughing at her. Thank you, you, Earl. That's all the time we have. (laughs) That's several in the kitchen, Carla. All right. uh, Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is Wellness Wednesday, and your Elevate You healthy green powders are packed with nutrients that enhance the body at the cellular level. So, you know, we got to ask you, what inspired you to create this line? Y'all, um, listen, first of all, you know, I was really struggling with energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just cloudy. You know, when you get when you've got low energy, man, that affects your mental sharpness. And that's that's how I make a living. And I was concerned about it. And so I started using some green drinks and it started helping me. But the problem I was having was I just couldn't gag it down every day. I just it's hard to drink spinach and kale. It is. Yes, it, it is. is. Daily. <laughs> Especially yes. kale. I don't know who the hell. I don't know what kale for. Kale ain't even in the Bible, so I don't know why we eat it. They never I'm not a fan of kale. Don't I'm with kale you on that. There, so I don't really. <laughs> and I just got uh, somebody to make a green drink that tastes great. It's called Elevate You. You go to ElevateU.com to order. And there are hundreds of thousands of people using this product. Hundreds of thousands. It's probably millions by now because we're doing really, really well with sales and a lot of repeat sales. So it's obviously working. We got some great testimonials. Yes. Go to elevateyou.com today, everybody in the Steve Harvey Nation, and see how you can feel better this year with a great right. quality green drink. We have That's it, and it comes thing. in three flavors too: original, chocolate, and tart cherry. Try it. All right. All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening 
It is time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather answer the phone every time your wife calls or would you rather ignore her calls sometimes? Hey. No, hey. Hey. Uh-uh. hey. Answer that damn phone. <laughs> you can ignore it if you want to. She ain't going to do them a call again. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep calling. Keep and now whatever wrong is way more wrong. Yeah, because you wouldn't answer yeah. the phone. Yeah. What now you, you got a problem. Why you can't pick up the phone? I have called you three times. Yes. That No, man. Just answer no. that damn phone. Answer the phone. <laughs> answer the phone. All right. yeah. Would you rather have sex in a bed just one time a week, or would you rather have sex every day in a car? Mm. Uh, once a week in this bed. Yeah. Every day in the car? No, not with no, that? I'm not doing. It. No, I can't That's do nothing every day. Too many injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every day in that car, you coming out with NFL injuries. I'm not doing that. Yeah, you gonna mess around? <laughs> and get your, NFL you gonna mess, injuries? Yeah. You gonna mess around? Get your toe caught on something? Yeah. <laughs> Turf toe? Not no. Turf toe. No. Cramp. You gonna have a cramp and you ain't got no room to stretch it out in that car? Yeah. No. You gonna get a no. child horse? No. Yeah. yeah. Gonna bust your mouth up against that window. Uh-huh. All them injuries. <laughs> All right. CTE, you know, got concussions. That's going to be hurting because, yeah. you know, got that, that, that whole, that old armrest don't go up. What are y'all mm. doing in the car? You're so busy. busy. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. <laughs> you know, uh, nah. Okay. All right. Would you rather uh, bathe without a washcloth or get dressed without lotion? Oh, I'm going to get dressed without lotion. You gotta have that yeah. washcloth, huh? Yeah, you don't need that washcloth. Uh-huh. I use a hand towel anyway. You use a little baby ass washcloth. You look. What? What are you, what are you talking about? What's the difference? I use a hand towel. I don't use the a longer washcloth. one. Uh-huh. you use that to wash your body? Yeah. How you do your back? That's that's what I use. That's what I meant. I thought that was washcloth. That's called what they call hand towel. You use a face cloth, Junior. Don't try to act like you. Well, no, I yourself. don't. What's it's a face cloth? You know the it's one, the, the little thing. square one, the one you've been using. Mm-hmm. Sitting up here talking about no what's a face cloth. How, how what you is you in the me? question well, for well, if how, you don't know how what How you going to tell me how I bathe, huh? Well, how, how is you, you answering the question if you don't know what the damn towels is? I don't know what it was called, fucker. We, we well, what, we well, what is you answering the question for then? The important thing is that you wash. I think I, that's, we just that's the lesson. You can wash with your hands. I wish I would. No, can't. No. No, we need some. We see, need, we see need. your little bougie ass ain't been homeless. See, right there. Right uh, there. Oh, now you're mad about now that. Now so your that, little bougie ass. There's no way I'm finna wash with my hand. Why not? <laughs> so I'm at fault for not being homeless. Right. I think that's what he's saying. You at fault for acting like you can't wash your body with your hand. How you ain't never took a shower? You ain't never. You've always used a washcloth. Sit uh, up in here trying to act like you to always well, have a washcloth. I'll be We'll be back to close out the show with our last break of the day right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Wednesday, hump day. Ooh. Yeah. It's been a day. Mm-hmm. It's been a day. Yeah. Crazy day. Yeah. It's a lot been of week a lot already of going oh, on in the world. Oh, is yeah. You, is you still mad at me for the whole? Yeah, I don't appreciate that. You know. Okay. Oh, from the well, last break know. of would you rather. Yeah. Ra- ra- he'd always use a washcloth every time he said, <laughs> who do that? Why is that bothering you so hard, though? never went though. in the shower and left the, left the washcloth and just went on and showered anyway. No, ended up like in the bathroom and opened up yeah, the linen yeah, cabinet yeah. and there ain't none in there. Never. No. I, yes. You talking to you, Junior. Yeah, I, but I'm saying, like, I've, I've just go in there and get it. No. I know I need it. That's, why would I leave some I need? <laughs> but he's like, there ain't they don't none, have any. Junior. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you just gonna be mad at me. Okay, well, let's go. <laughs> Sitting up here in your little bougie ass. You know, I'm not bougie. Took a shower with your hand. I never used my hand. Why not? <laughs> but you Why made me for not being mad, homeless, though? though. You made me for not ever being homeless. Yeah, well, let me ask you a question. When you in the hospital, did they wash you with a washcloth all the time? Yeah. Yeah, they had to. They got them in there. It's stacked. What? I take my own with me. I got something in here As opposed to their hands? You take hospital <laughs> towels home with you? What would you like Absolutely. them to wash him yeah. with? The latex gloves <laughs> oh, that they have to what put in on? in the world? I'm what really stuck world? on why you take them hospital towels home. Why would your sick ass want to take them memories to the house? What you mean? That means if I take them home, I ain't got to go buy none. Why not? They right there. Why not? It's in my they room. They them hard ass little towels, though. Yeah, they are a little hard. Them hospital towels are strong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real thin and strong. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's they true. Real thin yeah, they are. and but they strong. strong. Yeah. 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 Durable, huh? Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, okay. Steve, before we get out of here, I have one. We didn't get to this one. One more CLO, Chief okay. Love Officer, question for you. This is from Alexis in Boston. Alexis says, um, I'm dating outside of my race, and my boyfriend said he loves seeing my brown skin in the morning light. I thought it was sweet, but my bestie said that's offensive, and she cringes when he calls me Coco. Is he being sweet, or is he crossing the line? Well, he being sweet, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. seeing a woman's brown skin in the light. Mm-hmm. But I, I like Coco. But what's, what's, what's the problem? Your girlfriend hating. Yeah. Pretty much. Your mm-hmm. girlfriend hating. Mm-hmm. He like what he like. He like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend hating. He ain't never mm-hmm. seen brown skin in the early morning before. You know. And so I wouldn't be upset with that. You know, I don't see nothing really wrong with it. Except your girlfriend hating. She by herself, ain't she? <laughs> she didn't say, yeah. but. She ain't got nobody. Her bestie. No, no, no. Your bestie ain't got nobody. Oh, my God. She just broke up. <laughs> That's the only reason she would say something like that to her, Steve? Well, I mean, why are you finding something wrong with that? Yeah. He's crossing the line. Why are you crossing the line? Because he likes her, her, your brown skin. Why? I mean, what, what line you You just said your letter was, I'm dating outside my race. Mm-hmm. So what line are we talking about? Mm-hmm. We, we shouldn't even really be discussing lines. 
Your opening line was, I'm dating outside my race. So that whatever line that was, you didn't give a damn about it. So now why is she creating a new line for you to care about what he said? I love seeing your brown skin in the early morning light. Sound like a damn poem to me. Better than most of these rap records they writing now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's for sure. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Music today is crazy, uh-huh. man. It, it's, it's really changed, man. It's not. It's so hard to listen to. And I'm around mostly young people. My wife and I had a long discussion about this yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, she says, Steve, you're surrounded by young people. You are too hard on yourself. She says, Steve Harvey, you 66 years old. Mm-hmm. You look fine. You're not finna look like your sons. And you're not right. finna look like they friends. And you're working out in the gym with them tripping. She said, but just think about it. Your music is so much better. We just <laughs> oh, had wow. this conversation. Mm-hmm. And it is. And they keep talking about, Dad, have you heard the new one? No, I haven't, man. <laughs> my stylist, my makeup artist, they got a new one out there. It, it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't talking about nothing. They, there's no time taken for the lyrical content of a record anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, There's no more. They they they, rarely, they making them every now and then, but they very rarely make a really really good song. What's some of your favorite lyrics? I know I bought it on myself. Mm-hmm. I owe no blame to no one else. Mm-hmm. And now I realize I can't get over you. These were love. songs. That song. This song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want my love and you can't deny. You know it's true, but you try to hide. Mm-hmm. You turn down love like it's really bad, but you can't give what you never had. Yeah. You want yeah. my love, and you know it's true. You can't hide love. I bet you. But I think I bet you. those are about love. Would you mind? They don't sing no. about love. If I touched, <laughs> if I kissed, if I held you tight. Yeah. Yes. In the morning light. Oh. Yeah. Brown skin in the morning light. Mm-hmm. Brown oh. skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know I want your brown skin. Yeah. I don't know where my, I don't know where ours begins. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just don't yeah. make them no more. Yeah. Man. They don't. I don't know t- what they. Yeah. It's, it's just sad, like saying, uh, it's just like saying, take my money, my house and my car. <laughs> you better Jody for a hit of you. You better. <laughs> You, I'm telling you, can't have it all. You can't. You can have it all. I'm telling you, come on, take my money, take my, my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't sleep on no '90s R and B. Come on, we, we had it on it. Yes. All right, there with you. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> take my money. <laughs> Listen to some Jodeci. Yes. <laughs> Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.